Welcome to episode 119 of Two Piece Start Live. He's Tim. And he's Ray. And Ray, it's not that bad, okay? What? Li- what? Life is too short to be down. Can I put the razor blades down? <laughs> Please do. You weren't, you you. weren't going to uh, commit suicide live on the air, were you? Well, it wouldn't technically be live. <laughs> the problem with that is know. there'd be nobody to uh, edit the podcast together. So See, what's funny is I'd be taking my knowledge of how I cut audio to okay. the... All right, never mind. Uh, all right. Well, uh, if you're a first-time listener today, we've got a great show for you. And uh, Tim, why don't we start things off? Tim with the news. The news. A few quick tidbits here. Penny Arcade Adventures has been discontinued. Another problem with episodic gaming, they only got two of the four episodes done. But they plan on writing a book or something that'll finish off the story, so you'll at least get that much. But it just still doesn't feel right, you know? How's uh, episode one of our game coming along, Tim? Oh, uh, episode one of 12. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Also, the uh, the Xbox 360 USB data storage solution that we kind of railed on last week is coming on April 6th. If you didn't notice, I believe Game Room is now up and running. Mm. Uh, for those of you who want to use your avatars to walk to an arcade, to put coins in a machine and play an old video game. And by coins, you mean real money. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, now, these are all nice and dandy little news tidbits, Tim. Do we have anything big? There is one big, and I mean big, announcement. The 3DS. Really? Come on. Take, <laughs> come on. Oh, my gosh, Tim. What, what's wrong with that? I, the... How about this? An announcement so big, it couldn't be contained in two dimensions. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, That's right. Two screens, three dimensions, and four hundred dollars <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't heard, the next uh, DS was kind of announced in some weird uh, press release coming out of Japan. The 3DS will be the successor to the DS platform. They apparently have a 3D system that doesn't require glasses, including I think it'll have some sort of motion control and and the two screens and backwards compatibility like we would expect, which is very nice. It, it's kind of I mean I don't know what are your thoughts on this whole uh, 3D thing? Uh, I think it's a step in the right direction, to be honest. There's some real potential there that I'm looking forward to seeing more about. And and I think that's a very smart move because my question for Nintendo is, what are, what are you going to do for your next handheld to combat against things like the iPod Touch and iPhone and whatnot, right? And uh, this, I think this is one of these solutions, which is we will have games that no one else will be able to have, just straight up. I, my big question is, you know, price-wise... I don't know what the ceiling can be on something like that, you know? Especially with the DSi XL coming in at such a hefty price for being basically old technology with a bigger screen. You know, it's, um, it's one of those you're going to have to see it firsthand to really experience. Yeah, that's a good point because it's going to be a little difficult to uh, have yeah, IGN you... show us videos on. I hadn't considered that yet. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to see it, it for the real deal. I'm like, wait, on a 2D <laughs> screen? What am I thinking? What's this? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's that's a really be good point. Weird. Yeah. It was going to be difficult for, for Nintendo to show off the Wii, too. 
I remember people mm-hmm. talking about. But you well, can at least show like somebody, somebody swinging the remote with footage of. Yeah, the you game. can do this. You just look at their faces, go whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of gives no, you the. Feeling. They'll do that thing where the effect where you zoom in but move the camera away at the same time, so you get like the weird distortion, mm. the background effect. Yeah, you know, yeah. The scary movie, <laughs> the close up of the person, the background like folds behind them. You know, like he'll <laughs> have that for all the reviews. <laughs> But uh, yeah, should be interesting. I'm I'm sure we'll see plenty of of that at E3. And speaking of interesting, <laughs> it was an interesting week. This was true. one of the more interesting weeks, I would say. A little uh, too so interesting. Let's jump right into comic talk. This week we had three comics. Let's start with Waluigi's origin story, which was our guest strip for BrawlInTheFamily.com. Idea-wise, I think th- this was more your idea, certainly. Um, but but we always want to kind of live in the world that we're that we're presenting this comic. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's an inside joke for that site. The right. way he draws Waluigi is ridiculous looking, and so I what well, the reason he got that way is because Captain Falcon Falcon punched him in the face, you know? And you're like, that's funny. <laughs> that's like, great. Right, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so, and I was like, okay, I'll just draw the normal Waluigi from Nintendo. But <laughs> then tough. I pulled his picture up and I'm like, he looks freaking weird. <laughs> and you kind of came up with the idea of, of uh, Falcon punching over the net so he'd be double pulling fault, off a double fault, essentially. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I, you know, obviously I did not communicate in the strip very well when there is no net uh, <laughs> in, in the shot. But one can guesstimate, you know. Well, there and, were a and, few like comments like, well, is he doing this? Is he, is he doing, you know, what? It doesn't really matter. Right. What's the score of the tennis match when this, I mean, come on. <laughs> Well, I think some of that's fair, but uh, when it all comes down to it, their humor style over Brawl in the Family is, is very loose, I would say. with Kind of, ran- yeah, random. You know, so I don't mind just having a character show up and Falcon punch him in the face. You know, I'm like, I'm okay with that for this <laughs> in this in this sense. Yeah. But I, I had a lot of fun drawing that comic, despite, you know, getting an early start to my week on a different comic and staying up late really threw me off my, my sleeping schedule. Following that was the How to Train Your Dragon comic. Oh, dear. Uh, which is the... <laughs> <laughs> I, where to begin? Where do we begin? Um, okay, well, <laughs> we'll begin with how the idea came about. Yes. Which, um, okay, first of all, I, you know, I'm going to start in a completely different direction. All let's right? do it. There's a lot of debate about, like, this joke sucks, <laughs> and we like Tim's take better. Good job, Tim. Lame job, Ray. No. See, that's yes. so... Well, I know, but that's ridiculous. Because yeah, and first that's what of I want to point out. Was, both of them were my ideas, So right? I don't want to hear any of this, like, <laughs> oh, like, lazy Ray, good going Tim. Like, just because I love to... It's crazy. It, it I, makes me not want to do Tim's take because the comparison's just stupid. First of all, the Tim's take comics are going to piggyback on the other comic. So without yeah. the, without Ray's comic, there would be no Tim's take, right? And don't say Ray's comic. Say our comic. Uh, well, See, this, is, our, our, this is where it starts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, what it all comes down to is expectations. Okay. Well, if, Can yes. I just flat out say it? When you go in, I don't know what you guys go into when you go to read a Tupi Start comic. If you think it's going to be the best thing in the world or what. <laughs> but listen, I got other things going on in my life. Tim, <laughs> yeah. Tim sends me a, a joke idea. I go, you know what? Sounds pretty good. Let's do it. And you guys get to read it. Listen, you're showing up to our site for free. You get to read a joke. It might be somewhat humorous. Deal with it, all right? Like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I, I don't want to sound mean or anything, but well, um, I, I hate everyone. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right, right. I'm just I'm kidding. It got to a point where it was just like, it, I, I wasn't upset. It was just, 
it was back and forth. Like, this is the worst comic ever. And that's what Free Play said. Yes. And, he, and he's a fan. He won the award for uh, most devoted to be start fan or whatever, right? Oh, man. So, so the fact that our most devoted fan would say, I liked the original Tim's take better than this. <laughs> <laughs> it really tells you something, right? It's a right? little overstated, personally. A little, uh, just a tiny bit. T- yeah, okay, just first a tiny of all, bit. I'm, I, I told you earlier this week, I want to marry the artwork in this comic. I, I just love it. I can't stop looking at it. Thank you. And and all the different, you know, color selections and everything. It's, yeah, it, it's just great. It's like, well, what's the joke exactly? You know, some people go through the comic really fast to get to the punchline, and I understand how that is. Except this was not all a setup for that joke specifically. Right. Like, I think that's where people get off a little bit. It's like, it's more about, here's just a small set of jokes each one's their own thing you might find some funnier than others and there's definitely legitimate complaints about the comic i do agree probably a a better play dead panel or joke is the idea of him using yoshi as a step stool and you know jumping to the other platform so i agree i did which is why i did up a version of this did you i was i did i I, you're always so against kind of redoing comics Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of redeem ourselves a little bit (laughs) redeem ourselves i i mean i think it's a funny joke the idea that he's playing dead like i know it's just a funny little idea. It's not like, okay, here's what I want to do this week, Ray. I want to do a joke about how Mario Galaxy 1 doesn't have Yoshi. Like, that's just <laughs> that, not how we entered not, into this. No, this is not a, at all. Th- that is a product of just other ideas that were rolling around, no pun intended. But again, the thing with Tim's take is what do you expect from Tim's take? That it's going to look really crappy, which is a guarantee. <laughs> and the humor is going to be odd and not make a lot of sense. Guaranteed. Right. I think I think what's happening is you're tapping into a very dangerous world, Tim. Uh-oh. You you know, it's like the family guy thing to me where where people are like, "Hey, this is funny because they did a shout out." It's like the whole show is just shout out to other things whether or not they make sense. It's like, "Whoa, the dog's wearing a banana suit and singing peanut butter jelly time. That's crazy. That's funny because it's it's like that frustrates me so much. You're just tapping into the current generation of humor style which is let's be funny and random and do things lazily. And it's like, you know what? We could get a lot more hits if we did a comic strip all about sex with video game characters. And I promise you it would get more hits than what we're doing now. Yep, that's true. But we choose not to. So listen up, Why? Readers. Why? Now that you mention it, you know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing more of this stuff from you. Like yeah, As okay. a side thing for everything else, you know. But don't don't compare the two. Is it really <laughs> like don't. that's not only is it a insulting to me, <laughs> but it's just not right. Like they, they just cannot be. Eventually, instead of just being upset that the first half of the people hated the comic and the second half of the people loved the comic, it's just nice to have the opinions. Yes. People could just ignore it and not comment and just say, well, that was dumb and, and just go away. But people care enough about 2P Start in general to to say, I really didn't like this comic as much as yeah. the last 10. You know, it's like, yeah. well, that, you know, that tells me that you like some of what we do, you know, and, and it means something to you. So I still really like this comic and I don't regret it. I guess the regret comes in the disjointed nature of a few parts of the comic. And, yeah. you know, we'll, 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 do, we'll do better. Okay. Well, I'm going to label this comic a success. Success! Ooh, wow, that's... I know. Now we're going to get the same type of comments for the (laughs) podcast. Worst podcast ever. How can you call it a success? I mean, heck, the fact that you got three comics this week and wallpapers... Um, I'd say it's a very good week for Tupi Star. I agree. That was three three legit comics, especially the Tim's Take, you know? (laughs) Yes. Legit. Let me spring this on you before we finish, which is... You know, as I've said before, I'm getting a little burnt out by Tupi Star a little bit. But part of me would really like to just take some time off to get some other projects done. Mm. Um, what are the chances of that? Set to be start aside for a while. How would you feel about that? 
I'm not going to say no right this second um, because that might be the best thing to do. Um, I would say that taking time away from the comic probably means the comic is over. Mm. I still feel like if we if we said in the next three months we're not doing a comic or something like that, it would be hard to go back to. I, I would agree. Yeah. Well, we will talk about this more. And then everyone will apologize and say, <laughs> we like the comic. We swear we you like it. You killed it. Come back. <laughs> Two-piece start is dead. Free because play. Of Yoshi. Put the nail. <laughs> Yoshi. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah, the baby Yoshis will cry. Well, <laughs> yeah. let's do a little Ricka Ricka a remix. With this segment, I mentioned a video game remix favorite of mine. Who made it and where you can grab it? This week is a little different. Gecko Yamori did a version of Sonic 4's Splash Hill Zone music that actually sounds like music you should be hearing in a Sonic game as opposed to the one that is uh, going to be in Sonic the Hedgehog 4 uh, coming soon. So take a quick listen to this. like to find this for yourself just head back to the page you grabbed this episode of to be start live from or the link is right there for those of you listening to our m4a version of the show well we've got uh a lot of grave risers tim we do we have 14 doggone let's do six all right we're gonna do six so all right here we go our first grave riser goes to bajoy hoy who said i've been smiling at this Heartman comic for the last 10 minutes that gag is just fantastic. Far better than it has any right to be. Thanks. It's been a great end to my working day. As a Grave Riser, here are my stats. His first comic was number 42, Nintendo Defense Force. Ironically, the one about Yoshi not being in Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> and uh, his first podcast was number 27, Cart Edition. So the number of days he's been in his grave... Over two years, 834 days. And he can still breathe. That's amazing. And might I add, I don't think anyone's noticed this, but that Heartman comic, I think there's one detail that might have gone overlooked, hmm. which is the stage you fight Heartman on, the floor is shaped like the top of a heart. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that's a very obscure uh, detail. I might. There's, uh, in case you didn't like the comic, or the Tim's take, <laughs> or the wallpapers to or be. Or anything in life. You at least... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have some razor blades you can borrow. <laughs> Go ahead with the next gray riser. Okay. Shima Hamaru. I've managed to keep up with the 2P start since the beginning and would like to say that this Tim's take shows a different kind of humor than the other strips that have been presented. I'm a fan of the random and this comic certainly presents that. But still, Ray, we need you. Don't leave us alone. My, uh, my eyes only have so much protection, and after looking at that monstrosity, I felt <laughs> like I had been staring at the sun for a few minutes, hours, days. We need you, Ray. Thank you very much. Our next Grave Riser, number three, Jacket K, who said, I've been reading your comics for longer than I can remember. Maybe a year? This Heartman comic was a basic yet great joke. Heart attack, so basic, yet I didn't see it coming until I saw Mega Man dead on the ground. It actually got a single laugh out of me, even though it shouldn't. I guess it was because it was so simple, no one saw it coming. Anyways, keep up the great work, guys. 
Halfway, Tim. We can do it. All right. Make it. Scotty Guy G.O. says, Hey, guys. Being a big Mega Man fan, I thought I'd use this comic to rise from my grave. Rise from your grave. My copy of Mega Man 1 still has the price sticker attached. People complain about the price of games here, yet Mega Man was still 35 pounds back then. I've been dead and buried since Comic 116, Living the Dream, and I've listened to every podcast since then. Thanks, Ray and Tim, for all the hours of laughter you've brought to all your readers and listeners. The Ridiculous Wee Bundles on the podcast a while ago is one of the funniest podcast moments ever. Well, thank you very much, Scotty Guy. Go. Well, I think it's time for me to rise from my grave. I've been constantly reading since Comic 57 and listening to the podcast since 98. And this Mega Man strip is one of my favorites. Your stuff just helps me get through the week with laughs and snickers every Monday and Thursday. Keep up the good work. Snickers? You've been holding on to me, Ray? Okay, our last Grave Riser of this week is going to be... That one person that can't think of a witty nickname who says, Well, guys, time to rise from my rise grave. Rise from my grave. <laughs> I was, I was going to wait till next week to do so. Get it? Because it's the week before Easter. Rise from your grave. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. <laughs> but this was the best podcast yet. This was the hardest I ever laughed at something you guys did. Anyway, the whole Ray the Squirrel talk got me thinking about this. What if Sonic Team ran out of ideas for new characters and made some sort of evil contraption that could turn anyone walking down the street into a character they could use? And what if it hit Ray? Yes, I'm aware of Ray the Flying Squirrel. Well, here it is. Ray the Squirrel who isn't Ray the Flying Squirrel. Uh, yeah, not sure how to show you guys that. And no, it's not just Ray the Flying Squirrel with a ski-slope hairdo. Okay, all Sonic characters do look alike. Anybody know where to send fan art if Tim and Ray are into the whole... Golly, if Tim and Ray are into the whole fan art thing anyways. Wow, that was really random. What are you talking about? That was just really random. Why? He wants to send fan art of Ray the Squirrel. That was random thinking, <laughs> randomly thinking about a contraption that, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> well, I would I would say do some fan art, but then people would want to draw porn of, you know, Ray the yeah, Squirrel. Yeah, so not Probably not there. recommended. No, 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 no. Um, but speaking I, uh, of, hey, speaking of... <laughs> of what porn? No. Okay. Speaking of Easter, the opposite... Of what yes. you would like to talk about right now. How dare you? Um, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Off topic. Ready? All right. We were out this little outdoor mall area. They were doing some some little Easter thing for kids. And so we have Lily. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun. Put a little rabbit ears on her and walk around the little mall area, right? Child abuse, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. So all the little Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts are handing out little plastic eggs with candy in them, blah, blah, blah. There's like hundreds of little children running around. And they have they, they, the mall decided to hire a DJ to like play music oh, no. while oh, this is going no, on. No, 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 do, do you see where this is going? No. Okay. Let me guess. Is that uh, not going to be a good night? You know what? I'm sure it will be because I didn't stay long enough to hear that song being played. Okay. I know it was going to be played for sure because right. here's the thing. This is an event for little children. Every little kid that was running around was like, you know, under 12 because they all want their little Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And they're playing like Lady Gaga. Oh, You know, oh, awesome. Bad Romance. Yeah. You know, well, maybe, like, did they play Get Low as in like reach to the ground to get the eggs? <laughs> was that one played? It was not themed at all. No. It was oh, just okay, okay. random, <laughs> you know, pop music, no regard to what the lyrics <laughs> were. And I'm like... You know, let me just listen to the lyrics here for a second. So Lady Gaga ended and some rap song came on. And by the way, <laughs> this stuff was really loud, okay? And people so, were like... Let me get this straight. There was a whistle. You heard the whistle in the rap song, oh, yeah. right? And the, uh -huh. the cowbell, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Okay, and so here's the lyrics <laughs> of the song that I, I don't know what it was, but I'm just seeing little kids walking by to blaring music. And it says, the freaks in the living room are getting it on. <laughs> and I'm just... I just look at Sarah. I'm like... 
Is this really the world we live in? The worst part is, though, you know, I looked around and... No one cared. Unfazed. Yep. I'm the only... I'm, I look around, just, I'm the only one. I I hear you, man. Yeah, that I, is so I, depressing. I wanted to see a bunch of outraged parents with children who can understand the lyrics go right. up to that DJ and just, you know, chew them out. You're too nice, though, Tim. You would rather smear dog poop on his front door. Well, I just left. That's That was my way of dealing yeah. with it. You know, I, I worry about when I have a kid someday, because if I'm already overanalyzing the crap that goes on <laughs> around me, I can just imagine my kid being around it and be like, what the frick? Yeah, I, exactly. Like, now, it's interesting you should mention church, Easter, religion, rap music. Um, <laughs> they all go together, right? Um, I got a couple of interesting emails this week. I got I, I got a feeling you got a couple interesting emails. Oh, wow. Are we really going to reuse every possible joke we can this episode? <laughs> yes. By the way, I had that song stuck in my head all week, so thank you very much, Ray. <laughs> well, you know, we did get a great video sent to us uh, yes, from a fan the... that was the, uh, oh. this book's going to be a good book. Can I play it? going to be a good, good book to read. Pick up that book. Oh, my gosh. And turn the page. <laughs> Drama and art. I'll make you smart. So great, you know it's it's gonna be stuck in my head for another week now. So, <laughs> all right, um, let me uh, let me set this up. But I, I got a couple emails here. I'd love to read for you. Check hmm. this out. Okay, an email from Will who said, "You guys are a true inspiration to me. Leading good Christian lives, being good role models for your readers, listeners, as well as the people in your personal lives, and being able to use your creative talents to bring joy to so many." I don't mean to throw too much at you guys, but what you do in your spare time for free has really helped me keep it together and has helped inspire me to push harder for my creative and artistic goals. Again, thank you both for all the entertainment and laughs. It means more than you know to people like me. Very, very nice. nice. Thank you very much, Will. Wonderful email. Literally the next day, I got this email from uh, Ali. Uh Uh-oh. It was, it was, I mean, nothing, nothing bad here, but it's just interesting. He said, I love the site and also wanted to share an interesting story. I remember one emailer stating that the comic has gotten them closer to God. I don't quite remember how. Well, the comic has actually made me an atheist. Oh, Not the what? <laughs> yeah, Wait, what? Not the I don't believe in God kind, but more the I don't have enough evidence to support the theory that God exists and therefore will not deny his, his existence, but will not worship him either kind. No, I'm not here to argue. It's just that the Noah's Ark comic reminded me about how when I read the very lacking Christmas 2008 comic, I remember starting to look into the whole subject of Christmas and then religion and so forth. Well, anyway, I don't know if you did a good or bad thing, but I guess I either disappear now or burn in hell for the rest of eternity hanging out with my pal Satan. Wow. Wow. Thanks, guys. Good night from Dubai. Now, uh, to me, before we go on, to me, it didn't sound like he said that he was of a particular religion and because of us, he's now of no religion, but that it at least got him thinking about. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was worried that he was like a pastor or something (laughs) and then he read our comic on. uh... He's like, your Yoshi comic was so bad. I lost faith in everything on this earth. I don't want to live in a world where this is possible. (laughs) In a world where a Yoshi comic this bad can exist. One man <laughs> takes on. I just want to. I want to say one thing real quick, and this will only happen once, and uh, it'll be forever recorded in podcast history. Which is, I do want you guys to be like Ollie. I think it's a good point to want to question and be like, "Huh, what's all this about?" I want to. I want to fact check it a little bit. You know, like there's an answer somewhere to all this in life, right? And the answer may be. Nobody created us, and uh, all this is just kind of for kicks and giggles until our lives end, and it may be that someone did create us. And if someone did create us, who is it? And uh, find out who it was, right? You're not backing me up, by the way, which I, I love. You're I, just I'm, me I'm r- waiting for the right opportunity. 
Let me tell you this story, in other words. When I was a lifeguard, living my sad, pathetic life. Before uh, Tim, that's right. <laughs> before Tim changed my life forever. I remember being in the office, and we had the leader's manual open, and I was just drawing pictures because I wasn't actually reading it, and I don't care. And uh, <laughs> I was a manager at the time, which made it worse. And <laughs> there was a spider, like, crawling across the manual. Did it bite you, and you got these weird powers? <laughs> or? I, I was on the ceiling five minutes later. It was a very strange experience, and this made me question a lot about myself. But <laughs> there you go. So the spider was crawling across the page, and I'm like, you know what? What's interesting about this is this spider probably think he's got it all figured out. Hey, I'm going to go from point A to point B across this ground. And this ground has like some weird black splotches on it that kind of make shapes, but I don't really know what those are exactly, and I don't really care. I'm just trying to get some food or go back home or whatever it is for right. him, you know? He's like, I got it. I understand everything I need to be doing, what's going on. He has no idea that those black marks are a computer font printed on paper to tell us how to lifeguard for a pool filled with people of different nationalities across the entire earth where there's some, you know, sex offenders on one side and people who listen to Lady Gaga on another side and people who are blasting off into outer space and people who question which religion is right, which one is not right. I mean, he has no freaking clue about any of that stuff and i kind of think to myself you know something tells me there's a lot more going on than uh maybe what i see from my point of view on top of this paper as the spider yeah i i would say that um any here's my problem with someone who with with most i would say with most atheists not necessarily agnostic but well uh, listen i don't want to go there all i want to push on them is to take a moment to be that spider and think outside the box hmm Maybe we do have it all figured out. There's nothing going on. Maybe there's something else going on that uh, we'd like to learn more about. Either way, take it. Take the time to kind of think about it and you know make those decisions yourself. Ask questions and get it all straightened out. You could very well come to the conclusion that Will did. You could very well come to the conclusion Ollie did. Either way, one of you is going to hell and the other one isn't. <laughs> <How> dare you? <laughs> no. <laughs> so there you go. Never to be brought back up ever again in the history to be start the spider analogy. There we go. That'll be that'll be five dollars. <laughs> well, let's finish up the show with uh, the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the most atrocious character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. Ah, uh, yes, this was a doozy. Let's put this picture up on the podcast here. Ray, we've seen a number of ridiculous attachments for controllers over the years. This one, to me, kind of tops them all. This is the Wii football controller. Oh, no. I've Oh, gosh. Yep. What is this abomination? <laughs> First of all, it's like, you know, the, the, the golf club and the sword and the tennis racket and the baseball bat. It's like... Right. You know That's what? All, you know, they kind of, they're I, stupid, but they kind of make sense. These are objects that you swing. Look at how you would hold this thing. This is like <laughs> not this is like at all like a cutting football. a hole in a football and putting your hand <laughs> inside of it. How does that simulate <laughs> throwing a football? It doesn't. Hey, I got an idea. How about we play football? <laughs> what if I just go outside and throw a football around? I mean, how sad have we become? We have to buy a peripheral that we doesn't even work like a football to simulate nothing like a football. Just live your life for real <laughs> instead of making your virtual life more realistic. Maybe right? I've got it wrong. Maybe the spider was going back home <laughs> to swing a virtual spider web Wii remote around. You and know? what kind of fingers need those little grooves at the bottom of them <laughs> to fit through the hole? <laughs> Look how big that hole is. What's the point of the groove? It's like for Shrek or something. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what it's supposed to do. 
And then to make, you know, to top it all off, it's seventeen dollars, <laughs> dude. Okay, seventeen. Nah, that's not right. I'm dollars. sorry. Now, is the football cancer causing? You know what? I gotta show you a better picture. <laughs> First of all, ridiculous. Okay, I'm gonna zoom in here, and I'm gonna look at her hand. Look how she's holding the thing. The she's holding the remote sideways and upside down. How how do you push buttons? Actually, you know what? It all makes sense to me now. If you look at the box. The box says, soft football, play like a pro. Well, it's realistic it, gameplay, that's for sure. And that's realistic here's, No, here's, here's the kicker. How is any of that realistic <laughs> in any way? Look at the games it's one... compatible with. Madden 10, Madden 09, <laughs> Backyard Football 10. Hold on, why why is it compatible? What does the yeah, football that's actually what I do? Know. It yeah, lists all the games, and then it says, and any other Wii football games that require <laughs> the Wii remote. Okay, hold on a second. It's compatible with other Wii football games that require the Wii remote. First of all, what game doesn't require the Wii remote? <laughs> Second of all, why does it have to be a football game? It doesn't do anything. <laughs> you want a, you want a better one? Here's a, I'm going to send you one more. <laughs> Same company. Yep. It's a bowling ball. The bowling mm -hmm. ball. It is actually a bowling ball. Ah, and here's the best part. It has a it has an a attachment. For, no, no. It, <laughs> it has, has an wrist attachment strap. for your nunchuck. <laughs> The bowling game doesn't have a nunchuck attachment. <laughs> Why? Oh, so you can play like Mar New Super Mario Brothers or what game? You know, I would love to play Wii Music with that thing. <laughs> I want to see a flight simulator where you buy a jet and then you plug the Wii remote into the console. <laughs> <laughs> like you sit on a jet, like a little toy jet that you sit on like a kid. <laughs> Plug your Wii remote into it and tilt it left and right. Yeah. Actually, that would see see where my mind went. See, Somewhere yeah. logical that works. So never mind. Take, no, don't scrap do that. It. Don't do it. All right, my Black Duke Award is going to Sony. The director of hardware and marketing, John Collar, took the time to make a response from Sony about Nintendo's 3DS. Take a listen to this. Quote: Our focus on 3D right now is on the console. There's a tremendous amount of opportunity on PlayStation 3 with 3D. The amount of interest in 3D from the retail side and game publishers is off the charts. We know we have a hit with 3D on the PS3, and we're going to concentrate our efforts there. I think it remains to be seen where Nintendo goes with a 3D on a portable. Having been in the portable space for quite a while, I think it's an interesting move, but one, I'd like to see where they go from a demographic standpoint. Eight and nine-year-olds playing 3D is a little bit of a stretch, given where some of our research is right now. Yeah, well, you know what? It remains to be seen what you're doing, too, yeah. because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. This is coming from the people who made the PSP go, okay? Like, they, <laughs> they should be lecturing anyone you know on what, what a good choice for handhelds is. Let's be easy on them. After all, they've been in the handheld market for quite a while now. I, that's true. That is all a good point. All of, like, <laughs> what, five, six years as opposed to Nintendo's, like, what, 20? I just love their idea of, like, you know, 3D for eight and nine-year-olds? I don't see it happening. Oh, really? You don't think eight and nine-year-olds are just going to be dazzled by random 3D effects? Come on. I don't get that. And he hasn't even seen the thing. It... Here's, what I, here's what I think they should do for the next PSP. Put a football around it. Okay? <laughs> so I can throw it in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with Musical Misfits. Some of the lesser-known video game songs need to be given the spotlight treatment from time to time. And I get to trade off every other week with our listeners' suggestions. So please enjoy my choice of the full aggressive alpine skiing song from one of my favorite Flash games of old. Wow. So that will do it for this edition of To Be Start Live. Remember, you can be the third voice of the show by giving us a call at 740-3P-START. Once again, that's 740-3P-START. Join us every Thursday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except less controversial mm -hmm. and much better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Aggressive 
Perfect. Super jump. Space jump. Perfect. Super jump. Be careful. 